0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Chocolate Puma Podcast. I am your host, I am the Chocolate Puma, back giving you what my loyal tens of listeners have been craving. Um, I'll go ahead and hit you with the show notes first. Um, If you'd like to email me, you can email me at thepumapod at gmail.com. If you would like to... Uh, follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on the Twitter streets. I'm at btomp20, B-T-H-O-M-P-20. I'm still on there uh, trolling random uh, idiots. I'm not blocked by uh, Ben Roethlisberger yet, uh, but I will be roasting him as soon as the Steelers play another game. So uh, talk to me next week and that status may have changed. Um, the start of this show is going to be a little bit of a downer, I'll admit, um, but hopefully I can bring it up towards the end, um, so as of this recording, a uh, family member of mine, cousin of my mother, um, Ronald has passed away due to COVID, um, he's a, he kind of is a, a reminder of, you know, the, the men in my family who are no longer here, uh, specifically my uncle, um. Very much like my uncle, who passed away when I was 13 years old. Uh, Very funny man, very outgoing, very boisterous. Um, Hilarious dude, just hilarious. Um, He passed away from COVID, and it's still here. COVID is still here, folks. Um, ah, Boy, Um, he... I'll I'll tell a quick story. I hope it's quick. Uh I've been known to ramble. So um one of the first times I ever like hung out with Ronald. Um, he was a bit of a nomad, I I would say. Uh you would get a message from Ronald like, Oh, where you live in? Cincinnati? Oh, where you live in Seattle? Oh, where you live in Houston? Like you you never knew where he was gonna pop up next. Um and it's that spirit that leads him to just kind of pop up <laughs> whenever he wanted to. So I was probably about 19 years old, um, hanging out at home for the summer. And hear a knock on the door. I go open the door. Boom, Cousin Ronald's standing right there. He's driven up from, I believe he was living in Cincinnati at the time. Uh, now, my mom wasn't at home. She was probably at work. Um, Because, of course, she had no idea that Ronald was coming because he never let anybody know when he was coming. So, uh, (laughs) he was like, yeah, when I was driving in, I noticed a whole bunch of traffic downtown. What's going on? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a taste of Chicago. It's kind of this, like, you know, little festival, blah, blah, blah. Give him the whole rundown. He's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. All right, get your clothes on. Let's go. Um, Not do you want to go, not... didn't ask just kind of like assume like yeah of course this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go show up at the taste of chicago so i got dressed we hopped in his station wagon and drove to downtown chicago um we buy our tickets we're walking around and he's oh yeah you know what's good to eat here like what's your favorite restaurants and I'm, you know i'm using the same you know f- talking about the same places that you know, I always talk about, oh, yeah, you know, here's Harold's chicken. Oh, here's, you know, Al's Italian beef. We got Giordano's over here, Lou Malnati's. Yeah, I, yeah. you know what? Anybody can have chicken and pizza, you know? Let, let's see what else they got over here. So he walks up to a booth and he looks and sees, oh, oh, look here. They got, uh, they got alligator. Yeah, let me get some of that alligator meatloaf and, uh, give me a couple of the little alligator bites. Like, Oh. Okay, never had alligator. So uh, yeah, we sat down and he's, you know, regaling me of tales of our family history and just snacking on alligator meatloaf. And, you know, we walk around some more and he gets, you know, rattlesnake on a stick. Like it was, uh, it was just a fun, interesting day. And I'm thinking like, oh, wow, man, we've been down here for hours. Like this is, you know, probably head on home my mom should be home from work pretty soon um he's oh yeah would you know uh you know your uncle sam's wife lives up here now my great uncle sam my uh grandfather's younger brother passed away before i was even born so i of course knew nothing of uncle sam (laughs) other than his name uh yeah you know his wife and kids all live up here how far away is this way and i'm like oh you know that's that's on the south side that's headed where we need to go so he's all right well we're gonna go over there. So he gets the address. He, we take off and he introduces me to this side of the family that, you know, I didn't know. And they all swarm me and hug me and, oh, look at you. You look just like, you know, your granddad, Jim Lee. And, you know, it was just a a real fun, like, I always, I almost want to call it like a rewarding time. It was fulfilling, maybe a better word. Um, but, uh, That whole day uh, they sat me down and they I'm already stuffed from the taste of Chicago. Um (laughs) Anne Ethel, she makes me uh she makes me eat some more, uh, because that's what she does. It's insulting if you go there and you're offered a plate of food and you turn it down. Uh so I eat some more. Um I hear more stories, I I meet family that I hadn't, you know, met before and admittedly, I've done a very bad job of, you know, keeping in touch with, um, but, you know, uh, that was all due to Ronald, pulling me out of my comfort zone, of just sitting on the couch, watching TV, or playing Madden, or, you know, just doing nothing, and instead uh, took me on an adventure, I got to meet people, I got to eat different foods, hang out with family, and just have my soul kind of my soul fed and I'll, i'll always thank ronald for that for that little adventure i'll uh i'll miss him i'll miss getting random facebook messages from him like hey you need to have this person because i think they're your cousin on your your grandma's side and you know he you know he was big into like family and connecting everybody via social media he created a facebook group for us all and you know, he'd add somebody and then give him a big introduction about, like, you know, where they came from and how we're related, uh, you know. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll miss that about him. Um, so, uh, please, please, if you hear this, get vaccinated, wear your mask, social distance, just be careful, take care of yourself, please. Um... It's something that no family should have to go through. Um, You know, Ron's leaving behind children, grandchildren, friends. Um, So, yeah, just, just be careful, folks. okay so uh, the NBA season is fast approaching I'm just gonna hit you with you know just two little quick takes I don't I don't have much I haven't really been doing uh, doing much of my research most of my research research excuse excuse me has been done on probably the 75 greatest basketball players of all time I am working on that list uh, why I don't know I wasn't asked to uh, I have no idea why but hey here I am Um, so the Ben Simmons situation is playing out kind of like we all thought it would. Um, Ben Simmons, uh, has requested a trade. He's made it clear that he will not be returning to Philadelphia. Um, and I honestly, okay, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence here on like where I side almost. Um, so Simmons, he had a horrible playoff series. But even before the playoff series, uh, before the start of last season, uh, Daryl Morey he openly tried to you know trade for James Harden, and that deal kind of fell through. But you know you've already planted the seed that hey they don't want me here. Um, so that's first and foremost. Secondly, after Ben has the terrible series, um, he's not backed up by. Anybody in the Sixers organization, um, you know, they asked Doc Rivers, "Do you think Ben Simmons can be a, a championship winning point guard?" And he goes, "I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know." Uh, Joel Embiid, you know, he was very sheepish on him, which you know, I don't blame Embiid you know, as much as I blame, uh, Doc Rivers, but yeah, you know, Embiid's out there playing on a, a torn meniscus and Ben Simmons can't even dunk over a dude that's six feet tall and he's six foot nine. Like, so yeah, I get Ben, I get a Embiid's hesitance to in the moment. Um, you know, have his back. Um, Ben Simmons has not made it better. You know, he's had the same knock on him ever since he was at LSU. Um, he can't shoot. Like, period. Uh, he's an elite-level defender. He is one of the best passers, playmakers in the league. But in the fourth quarter, I mean, he almost plays himself off the court because teams will just go into the hack of Ben Simmons plan, um, Or he just won't shoot, you know. In the um, games, I believe it was games 5, 6, and 7 in the fourth quarter, of last year's playoffs, that they were uh, defeated by the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, ben Simmons shot, I believe, four times. Like, that's unheard of for someone who plays the minutes that he plays uh, and like has is a ball-dominant guard in the way that he is. Um, so I would imagine that Ben is going to be traded soon. Uh, I don't think that there's going to be too many trade partners because again, Philadelphia has done a, just a piss poor job of like building his stock up. Like if you are, you have to be cognizant if you are Doc Rivers, especially, um, I'm not going to bury my guy in this press conference, you know, after we've lost in an embarrassing fashion, um, And Doc Rivers has this, I I feel like he has this rap that nobody talks about where he'll leak players, you know, names and bad habits to the press to keep his, you know, keep his hands clean, you know, and that's, it's kind of fucked up to be honest, but uh, it's going to be funny to see what Daryl Morey does, um, what Doc Rivers does, and where Ben Simmons ends up. Uh, Bobani Jones brought up the good point that he thinks that they're kind of holding their hands and waiting for Dame Lillard to, you know, m- make a trade request. But honestly, I don't think Dame would want to come to Philly, um, to be honest. But hey, what do I know? Uh, I had Ben Simmons as a generational talent who would probably, you know, be running the league by now. But uh, as of right now, he's probably best suited as your, your third option. Which kind of just is disappointing, given you know his skill set. So, um, also, I'll move on. Move on to the bay. This is for you, Killer uh, Andrew Wiggins. Someone who has been bandied about for in a trade for uh, Ben Simmons for quite a while uh, was in the news. Why was he in the news? Because he won't get vaccinated. So the Sixers, excuse me, the uh, the Warriors have brought in doctors, specialists. Anybody they can think of to like educate this guy on why he should go ahead and get his vaccine and he just says no. And honestly at this point I feel like if you're not down in your basement doing your homework, doing your doing your research, like doing your for real research, not watching poorly constructed YouTube videos. Like you should, you should be suspended without pay because this is a public health crisis. This isn't something that's, you know, invented to like whip people up into a hysteria. People are dying. And he's sitting here, well, I just need more information. They get him more information. Well, you know, I I, I just don't want to do it. OK, well, then fine. Take this. Do not pay. Uh, do not play. And also, we will not pay you. You say you'll do anything for the team except take a vaccine. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely asinine. And if he didn't have the contract that he had, I would say cut him. <laughs> I would. I'm 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 a, I draw a hard line when it comes to the vaccine and uh, covid. So, um, who knows how that'll end up. I'm sure eventually once uh, the league starts, you know, cracking down on people. I feel like the WNBA got it right. I feel like most of their teams are 100% vaccinated. And the WNBA usually gets it right on pretty much everything. Uh, they are a very well-run organize- organization. Um, so, uh, if the NBA really wants to, like, put their foot down, I think following the lead of the WNBA would probably be in their best interest. But again, what the hell do I know? I'm just a dude who records a podcast that 10 of you listen to. All right, I will end this with the best news that I could possibly be reporting. What news is that you might be saying? Well, the Chicago Bears have decided to start Justin Fields this week against the Cleveland Browns. Let us all just take a deep breath and bask in the glory that is this moment. This is hidden all the spots that I like. Okay, one, you got a highly accomplished quarterback who, for some reason or another, I, I won't speculate, he fell in the draft, but the Bears were able to jump up and get him for a steal. Then, you got the black quarterback. Again, I love my black quarterbacks, except for that a-hole down in Houston. He knows who he is. I My black quarterback agenda is strong, okay? And... Thirdly, he's going back to the state that he played college. It feels like one of those kind of revenge games. It's something that would be in a Disney movie almost. So Justin Fields this week, he's going to go out there, start against Cleveland. He's got his hands full. Uh, The Bears' offensive line is pretty terrible. uh, But Justin's a pretty athletic guy who can, you know, extend plays with his legs. uh, So hopefully they can... I don't know if they need to bring an extra tight end to kind of help deal with uh, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. Um, But it should be an interesting game. I don't expect the Bears to win. I do expect Justin Fields to give us enough to where we're, you know, we're rightfully excited. So, um, I think that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Yeah. It's been raining all week. It's been raining all week, so it's, you know, probably a sign from the heavens that I should probably be doing something more productive. But, alas, here we are. Um, so I will end here by saying take care of yourselves. Wear your masks. Get vaccinated. Take care of your mentals. Tell you people I love you. And until next time, y'all be easy. Peace.